0: This is the Locked on Clemson podcast. Smitty here with you, and there's so much happening right now Uh, with the Clemson Tigers. Big news out of the NFL combine. I guess nothing that we didn't already know, but now the world is seeing just what kind of athleticism Isaiah Simmons has. And I've told you, I think we've talked about this plenty. I would take Isaiah Simmons regardless of the situation, regardless of the team and I would jump all over him. I don't care whether I needed a safety, a linebacker, just a guy to return punts. I want Isaiah Simmons on my team. Absolute stud and he busted out a 439 at the NFL combine. So, I said a lot happening uh, on the campus for Clemson right now. Baseball team rolling along at 9-2. and two. You've got the NFL Combine with players like Kayvon Wallace, A.J. Terrell, Tanner Muse, Isaiah Simmons, John Simpson all flashing for the NFL scouts. And then you've got Clemson Hoops with a game coming up tomorrow night against Virginia Tech trying to avenge that loss from earlier in the season. So, let's talk about all this good news. Oh, and then spring practice, lest we forget. Uh, so, we'll have a little bit of uh, the comments later on in the podcast today from Dabo Sweeney and Travis E.T.N. Uh, how about the best news right now on campus for Clemson? That baseball team, 9-2. The pitching staff sporting a filthy 1.89 ERA. And Tigers outfielder, Kier Meredith, one of my favorite players to watch, has been named the ACC Player of the Week. Meredith has been absolutely brilliant so far this season, just last week, which included a three game set against rival South Carolina, Meredith went 11 for 18. How about that? That calculates out to 6 11. Meredith scored five runs in four games. 889 slugging percentage over the week, and perhaps most impressively, didn't strike out in 20 plate appearances. Meredith is locked in right now. He's dialing it up for Clemson, setting the table for Davis Sharp, Briar Hawkins, and others. And I just love watching Kier Meredith play, and he's doing everything right, and you just hope he can keep this up. Look, nobody can hit this forever. He's hitting 475 right now, but you just love the approach that Kier Meredith has right now. Uh, 475, by the way, that's tied for the ACC lead, and he's got a berserk. 580 on base percentage. Tigers certainly wouldn't be 9-2 without it. Uh, So Keir Meredith and the Tigers 9-2 to me. Best story right now on the campus at Clemson. Meredith and the Tigers back in action tomorrow playing host to the College of Charleston at 4 o'clock. Clemson up to number 23 in the latest Baseball America poll. That team ERA still an absolutely filthy 1.89. So Nothing but good news right now for Clemson baseball. Now, we talked about the NFL Combine. How about the story of A.J. Terrell? Now, we all knew A.J. Terrell could run. We all knew he could cover. We watched him do it throughout his career with the Tigers. But that 4440 that Terrell dropped may have made him some money. Now, those of us, you know, I guess if, if we've been evaluating A.J. Terrell this whole time, I always thought he was kind of a second-round cornerback. But now that 4-4-40 and the film, uh, scouts are loving it right now. Now, that's just, that's the buzz around A.J. Terrell. A lot of the mock drafts have him moving up into the end of the first round. I, you know, you never know how much of this is real because scouts look at the film in its entirety and not just one or two games, the, the ups and the downs. But there was all of this noise around A.J. Terrell, some lingering doubts after the national title game. Not his best game, I think we all know that. But that overall body of work is outstanding, and the measurables at the combine match up with the film throughout Terrell's career. So I thought he was a second-round guy uh, Guy uh, always, and I, I'm not surprised at all that he ran a 4 four forty. but some of the scouts are. So maybe even the measurables may even be better than the film and push him, if the fit is right, into the back end of the first round. Another defensive back for Clemson, we know Tanner Mews ran a 4-4, four, four, but he's a guy... He, a man without a country, a player without a position. Uh, the issue for Tanner is he's tall, the the hips probably don't move well enough to play safety, at least that cover safety position at the next level, so you want to move him into the box. Can he do that? I think he can. Uh, he's a tremendous tackler, great instincts, and the athleticism is there. He also showed out repping on the bench press. Uh, so, Muse, big ups at the combine, but Again, man without a country, player without a position. Now, Kayvon Wallace, he's absolutely—he's your standard NFL safety, and he stood out in the drills. Uh, now, he's a day-two guy, more than likely, just like John Simpson, but that's par for the course because you, NFL scouts know you get quality safeties and interior linemen on day two. That happens. Uh, you know, your left tackles, your corners, and your quarterbacks and wide receivers usually go in. You know, on, that's day one. That's first round. That's, you know cameras on you ESPN but safeties and guards often have to wait until day two Uh, so the latest mocks all have Isaiah Simmons going in the top 10 so you've got Isaiah going in the in the top 10 in almost every mock draft most of the mocks I have looked at including the one from Bleacher Report has T Higgins and AJ Terrell both in the back end of the first round again a lot of that is about fit position need for a particular franchise And so those are you guys to look for on day one. So Isaiah Simmons going to the top 10. And so if you're going to watch the draft coming up April 24th, you know, he'll go early. Then the two players, Higgins and Terrell, those are the ones that you're kind of pulling for if you want to see them make some extra money. Uh, Of course, but you know what? Sometimes going day two, that's better. You drop the pressure. The initial payoff isn't as good, but you might end up with a better franchise. so we'll see. We'll see where, uh, you know, Higgins and Terrell fit in back into the first round or early in the second round. And, uh, but no doubt Clemson players made themselves some money at the Combine. And my favorite part of the Combine, it wasn't seeing Tanner Muse surprised with that 4-4 or John Simpson hitting the reps on the bench. It was Isaiah Simmons, a guy who I've been talking about uh, for as long as, as he's been on campus at Clemson describing his position as defense to the NFL scouts. He's walking in there with some confidence, and he should. Uh, if you missed it, Simmons busted out a 4-3, and didn't even run a second time. He's a confident player. He's a confident athlete. And he's not only is he going to make a lot of money, he's going to make a lot of NFL fans very, very happy very, very soon. All right, coming up in our next segment, We're going to get a little uh, Davos Sweeney reaction in the first few days, including a couple days in pads. We'll do that when uh, we come back here on the Locked on Clemson podcast. Clemson basketball off today, but back in action tomorrow at Virginia Tech. Again, coached by former Wofford head coach Mike Young. The Hokies have not been playing well in recent weeks, but don't forget, they knocked off Clemson. Clemson owes them one. It was Mike Young opening his career, his ACC career, with a 67-60 win over Clemson back on November 5th. The Tigers owe Mike Young and Virginia Tech. And as you know, Clemson playing pretty well when they're focused recently, uh, including a win over another top six opponent in Florida State at Little John Coliseum. But this will be on the road in Blacksburg. So there's a quick basketball update. We'll talk spring practice. Dabo Sweeney comments when we come back. It's your team every day. It's Locked On Clemson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: The other guy i call out is James Skowski. Wow, is he off to a good start, man. He's he's just,
0: he, he is, he's a really good football player. This is Locked On Clemson. Let's talk a little football. The latest on spring practice from Dabo Sweeney. He met with some reporters yesterday and commented on a lot of things. As Coach Sweeney likes to do, he will go on just a little bit. But uh, we found out some things and got some insight to some of the young players at Clemson. Uh, who's repping, who's flashing, as, as Coach Sweeney likes to say, who's showing out for the Tigers here Um in some of these early periods especially after they've gone in pads now for a couple of a uh, couple of practice couple of periods they've had some full hitting so that's when you start to see who wants it and uh, who can show out for the coaches because you know physicality a big part of what they've bred there at clemson so let's jump right into the latest from Dabo sweeney uh about who is flashing which young players Uh, He's liked seeing. He's got some praise here for a couple of defensive tackles, and he saved some praise for the DBs, too, including Mike Jones. Now, offensive line depth is a question, and you're not going to hear much bad news from Dabo Sweeney this early on in spring, but I think the depth is a question. They've moved Taequann Johnson over there, and so far Sweeney's impressed with that. So here's Dabo Sweeney about which young players are showing out along the defensive line, the defensive backfield, and what he likes about that second unit offensive line.
2: Yeah, I think just just Saturday, for example, I thought Jordan Williams probably had his best practice that I've seen him have since he's been in club. And uh, it's amazing what a little competition will be. Uh, he, he, he really, you know, uh, was a guy to meet that jumped out. And uh, just really pleased with, with some of the guys that I've seen in the secondary at safety. Uh, we've got some guys that are, that are moving around very, very well right there. I think Mike Jones is a guy that's, that's doing a nice job. Uh, he's getting a lot of work. Uh, I'm, all those young guys, are, are I'm incredibly pleased with them. That second group of offensive line guys, we got a long way to go there. Just, to, just mentally learning how, you know, it's got a lot going on. And then, you know, we see 52 blitzes every day in practice. So it's not like you're... It's not like we, we, we're patient on defense uh, for, this, with, for the second O.L. Uh, so there's a lot going on, but, but it's good for them. That's what makes us better. Uh, but all those guys in, in that mid-year group are, are doing a tremendous job. Uh, Please, BT. BT hadn't missed a kick. and missed a single kick in three Uh So he's off to a great start, as is Will Spires. He's doing a nice job. Jack Mad- Maddox. Uh, stepping in there, doing a nice job of snapper for us. So, uh, you know, we got a good group. Move Taekwon. It's been fun to watch Taekwon over there. He's fundamentally learning, you know, what to do, footwork, obviously learning the plays, but but you just immediately see his power, especially when we do some of our competitive drills where it's really not much scheme involved. It's just, you know, can you move a guy? And uh, so I'm, I'm pretty pleased with 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 taekwon as well.
0: And there you go, Taekwon Johnson impressing early. He's a terrific athlete. Um, So let's see where that goes. Let's just see where that goes. That's something we'll continue to track throughout the spring and, and of course, into the summer program for Clemson. Um, Also, Coach Sweeney gets sparked on the development of defensive linemen when talking about Xavier Thomas because, you know, I think everybody wants to know what kind of contribution is Thomas going to give uh, coming up in 2020, Clemson's on a run of great defensive linemen, and Xavier Thomas can join that group. But Dabo pinpointed the one aspect that Xavier Thomas has to improve upon. You know, just consistency, really, in everything
2: he does, and, and, uh, and he's off to a really good start. He's got a—I love the look in his eye. I like his focus, uh, his demeanor. Is just—it's just he's just, just a little more mature. Sometimes you gotta be exposed a little bit. You don't know what you don't know. And, and, uh, uh, you know, and some of these guys, they have all the tools and they certainly look the part, but you got to understand they're just young people. And you, have, you know, and then you have high expectations and all these external factors and so forth. And, and we forget that they're just young people. And as a freshman, he just kind of running around, you know, happy-go-lucky and, you know, not a lot of pressure on him because Clee's there and Austin's there and and they kind of got him like this. and. And he's just flying around, having some fun. And then last year, he's in a different role. And then he gets banged up, and and he gets exposed a little bit because he's got, a, he's got to, he's got to mature and learn how to, how to, how to be a complete player, and not just an athlete, not just a strong guy, be a great football player. Uh, and and you know, he, and then he got hurt a little bit, and that set him back. But uh, he did a lot of good things. But there's a whole nother level. It's not. It's not theory on whether or not he he, he's going, he can be a great player. But he's a, He's just progressing. Uh, and you know, you think back to Andre Branch. You know, it took him a while to really. I mean, Vic Beasley. He didn't start a game in his fourth year. Xavier Thomas is a million times ahead
0: of where Vic Beasley was. You know, but we just forget. Now, this is an interesting uh, question coming up that, that you'll hear Coach Sweeney talk about, which is adding that Georgia game. So, ob- obvious benefits. Everybody's excited about seeing Clemson, uh, you know, put their hands in the dirt against Georgia. Just I mean, we're watching a college football playoff game to kick off the 2021 season. But for a head coach, it's not that simple. What's the benefit of adding a game like Georgia balanced against the negative elements associated with losing a seventh home game? Here's Coach Sweeney on that.
2: Yeah, you know, I don't like – I have fought – we've had many, many years where we could have done an opener or whatever and and probably made more money from an athletic department standpoint, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, But lose a game and only have six games. So I've really fought that my whole career. And we'll continue uh, to do that. But this was a situation where, um, you know, set these things out in advance and then all of a sudden 21 was kind of an oddball year for us and we really needed, we really needed another game. And uh, so it worked out, especially being able to go to Charlotte, uh, you know, to to give us, because that's kind of been the formula we've had for a long time. And it just, with Notre Dame and all this stuff, it just kind of made that year, 21, kind of a weird year. And so Dan and I talked about it really back, I guess, I don't know, summer so it's been something they've been working on but you know I hate the fact that we lose a home game uh, but uh, you know because it's important to our community here uh, but but uh, this is pretty much what we're going to do this year and then we'll get back on track and uh, how we do things you know, moving forward but uh, you know we just we needed we needed another game and, I, and it's exciting you know you got an opportunity it just worked out we might not have done it for just another random team but the fact that we, we had a chance to to play Georgia, I think something that both fan bases will be really excited about. Obviously, it's a tough game. It's a that's a hard opener, hard to win those games. Uh, but but
0: uh, it'll be uh, it'll be an exciting uh, way to start it all off. So I think we all agree. On balance, it's a good decision. Clemson needed it needed to upgrade the schedule, and they're doing that. But and, and look, I, I, I would imagine a lot of Clemson fans don't mind taking that short little trip to Charlotte, but. You lose things. You know, you you lose the revenue. You lose the parking revenue. You lose the economic impact to Clemson. Um, But Clemson needed to do it, so you've got to sacrifice a little bit. But it was interesting to hear Coach Sweeney has been fighting against that, against that, a lot of those kickoff games. He wants to play in front of the home fans, and you don't blame him. And Clemson now in a position where usually they can command that, but to get a game like Georgia on the schedule, that was awesome. Uh, And it's only going to aid in recruiting Uh, And it probably won't kill Clemson even if they lose it. And, uh, of course, we've been reporting closely on the NFL Combine. Well, what about Coach Sweeney? How does he feel about what he's seen on TV just like the rest of us with players like Isaiah Simmons, Kayvon Wallace, Tanner Muse, and John Simpson at the Combine? Here's Coach Sweeney on those guys.
2: Uh, Well, they've all done well, you know. I've kept up with them tried to communicate with them all week and and encourage them. Uh, I'm I'm really proud of them. They, They all did, you know what I thought they'd do. Uh, and uh, for some reason, I think some people didn't think maybe A.J. could run or something like that. And, uh, no, he can run. And uh, so he, he really helped himself. Uh, obviously, T, T's ham wasn't quite where it need, needed to be. But he'll be ready to go here soon, and he's going to be great. Uh, but I think they all did well in their interviews. Uh, Anchorman Simpson did a nice job. And, um, certainly Kayvon, Kayvon's Kayvon. I think he, he crushed it. He to ran. I think they upgraded him to a four four one. I think that's what uh, they were telling me in the staff room. But not surprised with that. Uh, and then Isaiah is what what we all know. He's just a freak. Uh, he's just he's a he's one of the most unique uh, talents you'll ever see. And uh, him coming back and having that fourth year to really develop develop, he probably would have been a second round pick last year. And him coming back. And really just becoming a more complete player is, it's amazing uh, what he's been able to do. So I'm excited for all of them and, and uh, you know, look forward to seeing him here. I guess next week they'll be rolling back into town for our pro day.
0: Yeah, nobody's really surprised by what Isaiah Simmons is doing. And uh, he's going to make a group of NFL fans very, very happy. He's going to improve a bad franchise in a hurry. All right, when we come back, our final segment of Locked On Clemson today, let's talk about Travis Etienne because the best recruiting job Dabo Sweeney did in the offseason was getting Travis Etienne to return for his senior season. But how did it all come about? Well, Travis answers for the first time uh, why he chose to come back to Clemson and what he was doing when he made that decision, what led into it. Here's a hint. NBA 2K has something to do with it. We'll hear from Travis Etienne in our final segment. This is Locked On Clemson, your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
2: They're already in fringe field goal range. And Lawrence, thought one, Comes it over the middle. Etienne in space. Etienne the 10, rings, touchdown Tigers! A championship drive for the defending champs.
0: Locked On Clemson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe. We're here with you every day through your favorite app. Wherever your favorite podcasts are found, we're there. Tune in, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify. Be with the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Clemson. If it's orange, it's on Locked On Clemson. We've already covered baseball, basketball, and spring practice today, not to mention the NFL Combine. Somebody that's going to be at the NFL Combine next season, Travis Etienne. And, you know, we've been over recently the you know on the podcast. He's now the first Tiger to rush for over 4,000 yards in his career. He takes that record. How about overall rushing touchdowns? Yeah, got that. Total touchdowns? Got that record as well. So what does Travis Etienne have left to prove at Clemson? Well, one thing he didn't like the sour taste the national championship left in his mouth. So, Travis Etienne, for the first time, addressed the media since making his decision on returning to Clemson. Now, according to Travis, he made that decision to return quickly, and he said he just milked it. I love this. Here's a little Travis Etienne on why he decided to return to Clemson for his senior season.
1: Uh, My decision, I just uh – I just went home for the week and just kind of contemplated on things, I uh, sat down with my parents and uh, just sat down and just thought about what we really thought mattered the most uh, when it's all said and then we look back on my uh, playing career and just uh, football as a whole. I uh, was just trying to leave a legacy and just trying to be remembered forever and uh, I felt like coming back and uh, giving me that chance just to be one of the all-time greats here and uh, just in college football. So I-, I knew what I was going to do like Tuesday, I just kind of <laughs> in the system. <laughs> that way I could just not kind of like go to class, just kind of take a break, uh, give my body a rest. So I just kind of sat around and played 2K. And now my mom, she just asked me uh, like once a day if I was sure about my decision, uh, Talked to my grandmother, uh, just kind of talk to the different people, just get insight and in different things and just kind of just contemplate on it. But I kind of knew my decision uh, early and just kind of just mipped the whole whole, um, whole thing. Uh, honestly, I was on the game uh, talking to one of my friends back at home. We were just kind of just playing. And I uh, was kind to of talk about it. He, was, he just gave me, like, some great advice. He was like, whatever uh, decision, whatever you did to make the decision to 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 Clemson, just use that same thought process. And it just clicked right there that I knew what I needed to do. And, uh, and I was coming back and uh, getting my degree.
0: And what does Travis Etienne have left to, you know, left to prove? What can he come back and achieve at Clemson? Well, for one thing, he wants to master his craft. Um, you know, he's, he's told us that. And, you know, you have to wonder, did that draft grade bother him? The prospect of falling to the second round affect his
1: decision? Uh, well, I definitely just want to uh, finish it off the right way with a win. Uh, just coming here and just uh, being better at special teams. Uh, just continue to improve my craft, uh, become a pro of my position. And, uh, being able to teach a uh, position uh, to anyone on uh, any level of football. So j- just coming back and just being a pro at the position, uh, mastering my craft. Hopefully I get a uh, c- couple opportunities to go out there and show what I can do in uh, special teams. Uh, that way I can show teams in NFL that I can transition over to the next level and be uh, a great special teams player. So uh, while well, I had late first round, um, early second round drop grade, and uh, I just felt like that I could come back and just improve that grade. Uh, I mean, I don't have my degree, uh, so I mean, like coming back, going second round. At least I have my degree. So I mean, just like leaving for second round, uh, just never been a dream of mine. And I felt I could, I could do so much better than that. And and the NFL is going to be there. So I mean, I wasn't leaving with no second round job. rate. So Travis CTM wants to come back.
0: So Travis Etienne wants to come back and be a first-rounder. He's going to set the world on fire in his senior season. He's improved the pass protection. He's improved as a receiver out of the backfield. Next level for Travis Etienne. And the pros are going to get an NFL-ready player after next season. Now, Travis Etienne, what's he going to run at the combine? Well, he saw his old buddy Isaiah Simmons drop that 4-3-9. And Isaiah Simmons said he beat Travis Etienne in a race. So a linebacker beat one of the fastest tailbacks we've ever seen. Travis Etienne said, it's not that simple.
1: Uh, most definitely. He, he, <laughs> he set the bar but, I mean, uh, I expected him to run a 439. He didn't do nothing out of the norm. Uh, he's been flying around here a long time. But he set the bar but I'm definitely going to just re- reset it for everyone. He still claims he beat you, so. Uh, all right. He, he did beat me, but it was the third time he ran. <laughs> The first two times I won, the third time he got me. But I had the fastest time that day, so he beat me in the race. But I had the overall fastest time, and he did set the bar, so I had to get back and work. Uh, when he ran that 4:39, I texted the group. So I was like, "Dang, you got to want to work this pizza off," because I was uh, at uh, Joe's New York Pizza uh, <laughs> eat, eat, eating the meat lovers, and just watching him run, I was like, "Damn, I gotta go, gotta go, uh, go home, hit a couple push-ups, get a little jogging or something." He's always been fine. Uh, coming in my freshman year. Uh, everyone claimed he was the fastest guy. That's why we kind of got into that little the little battle, a little race we had out there. It was an 80-yard sprint because everyone said he was the fastest and uh, no one really knew who I was. So I just kind of challenged him and just came out with a little win. And I, I just try to keep that uh, above his head because uh, I knew if I raced him was going to be a lot much closer. So Etn's is going
0: to reset the bar. How fast can he get? Uh, ETN timed at 438 in high school and hasn't run it since. But I've seen him dust plenty of defenders from Alabama, Florida State, and South Carolina. ETN can absolutely pick them up and put them down. It's going to be so much fun to watch him in his senior year. We'll have more updates from Clipson Spring Practice, the latest on NFL Mike Drafts concerning Isaiah Thomas, T. Higgins, A.J. Terrell, and more. And we'll be talking hoops tomorrow when we return. You, sh- you be sure to join us. Subscribe and get locked into the Locked On Podcast Network. If it's orange, it's on Locked On Clemson. Talk tomorrow.